Hey everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Next Steps, the podcast that helps you take your next steps toward Christ. Well, we are here with a brand new year. The Roaring Twenties are here, and we are starting a brand new series. We're going to be looking at high-velocity disciplines for the new year. We're going to be talking about ways in which you can grow, take your next steps toward Christ. I'm here with Pastor Clint. How's it going? And Pastor Grant. Hey, everybody. Two of the best pastors I know. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Fantastic. Yeah, awesome. 2020. 2020, it's, it's the Roaring Twenties yeah. now. The there 2020 experience. I'm excited about here it. Here we are. Well, I think we are we have a topic today that uh, is particularly helpful for starting out the new year and certainly for starting out a brand new decade. We're going to be talking about the subject of simplicity. And I think if we look at our lives right now, um, life is difficult and complex. <laughs> Very uh, unlikely that we would define most of our life as simple. What do you guys think? It's also not, uh, you know... We're all we're all red blooded Americans, aren't we? Here, right? Go America! Anybody? All right, they're not with me, but uh, we're all. That's obviously not uh, like what we think about America is simplicity. It's more and more and complex and complex, right? And I think about if I go home and there's not an Amazon package in my front door, then it's been stolen. Or two or three. Or two or three. Like, that's my thought. It's been stolen because I definitely have one every single day. And that's just it. And it's also the pace of our culture is that, right? We're a multitasking culture. We're a side hustle culture. I mean, I, I think of, like, streaming apps. Like we've got so many. We got Disney Plus. We got that's true. That's all. Know, that's the only one we have. Yeah, that's Amazon, Netflix, Hulu. Like Disney we have Plus. so many. Then it's just it's it's crazy. It's nothing simple anymore. But the issue is that with the increase of complexity, it doesn't actually feel like it necessarily advances our life. It mm, certainly doesn't advance right. our heart. We sometimes feel just overwhelmed by so many choices. That's right. Have you ever gone in into the grocery store and tried to buy toothpaste? It's remarkable the number of toothpastes that are on the shelf. Like there are like 200 choices of toothpaste. And I remember going in one time and just standing there looking at this going, what do I choose? There's <laughs> literally too many choices. And there've been books toothpaste. written about, well, there's been books written about the idea that, you know, too much choice actually is paralyzing to people. So I think a big piece of what we're, you know, trying to shoot for right now is how do we simplify down to what is most important to us and what gives us the most life so that we can make the most sense with our decisions. It's interesting that we're talking about this and we're talking about in light of of how you just framed it, that simplicity, I don't know if, I think if we were to ask people to list spiritual disciplines, what are things I should be doing in my life to to abide in Jesus, right? To stay close to Jesus, to allow him to to grow me. Uh, I don't know if simplicity would be on the list. Like, Mm. I don't know if we think about it in that way, that it is a, a choice we make to live the, the Christian life uh, better, to live yeah. the Christian life in the way that we've been called to live it. I like what you said about a choice, because I think there's a difference in the Bible between being simple and simplicity that we're talking about. Because right. in the Bible, especially in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, it doesn't actually say that being simple is a good thing. It yeah. actually talks about that in terms of being foolish and foolhardy. I think you can only get to simplicity on the other side of complexity. Right. So you have to have that kind of complexity in your life at some point, and then look at all that complexity and go, what do I value most? 
and then I can start subtracting things. You have to use wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it requires wisdom. So Soren Kierkegaard, who was a, a Danish philosopher. You don't have to tell me that. Soren <laughs> <laughs> Kierkegaard, the Danish philosopher, said that purity of heart is to will one thing. Purity of heart is to will one thing. And what he meant by that was that the pure in heart have a focus. They are mm-hmm. focused on something. And so I would say for us, you know, as we're thinking about this issue, that there is no simplicity without purpose because purpose directs our intentions. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that this is so huge, though. I really like what you said, Pastor Mike, because, I mean, I was just in a men's group this morning with, I don't know, there was 100 guys in the room, and I was with hmm. at a table of six guys, and we talked about what are the main things as men that we need to figure out. Mm-hmm. And one of the number ones that they all resonated with was purpose. Like, yeah. what do I do? Who am I? Like, not just identity, but like, what's my purpose in this life? What's my purpose? Is it family? Is it God? Like, how did they were just talking about it and having a simplistic mindset or having a mindset of simplicity mm-hmm. with our purpose is huge. Yeah. Because so. it does begin to allow us to prioritize the things in our life, you know, because here's, here's the reality. We are too busy. You know, we, yeah. we have, a, we have a lot going on right now. Yep. And so if we're going to be able to figure that out, if we're going to figure out like, how do we get to do the things that are most important? It requires us to prioritize. And the only way that you can prioritize is to say, here are the things that I really love in my life. This is what God's called me to be. This is what God's called me to do. And what that means necessarily is that when you say yes to certain things, you have to say no to others. That's good. That's right. And then we, and then as we gain that single minded focus, um, it, it's taking us to that singular destination It's taking us one place. Whereas when we're going, when we're going in eight different directions, we're actually going nowhere. That's right. Um, and so that, that quote by mm-hmm. Kierkegaard reminded me of a quote, uh, somebody else, uh, uh, Jesus, he was a carpenter in Nazareth. You don't have to tell me. Um, so he, <laughs> but he said like, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. Like he's saying, mm-hmm. if you have a single minded focus after me, great point, then you'll see me like you will get to me. And I think, I was, I was talking to Ricky, our worship director out at, at Winter Garden, just this morning. We were talking about hurry, and we are talking about busy and, and all these things. And I said, you know, man, last night, I found myself last night, I made, I made a to-do list for last night. Like, I got home, and I, I was like, you know what? If I could do these three things, oh, man, my Tuesday will be way better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I could just do these. Well, we put the kids to bed, and this is the only time my wife and I have to, like, spend time together. And I just open the computer. Why? Because I'm trying to do all these other things. Right. And then my wife very graciously um, shut it, uh, shut the computer <laughs> and was like, no, we're going to, we're going to do something tonight. We're going to watch a show together. We're going to, you know, like whatever it is. And, um, and so again, I, I'm doing so many different things and Jesus made it clear to us. If you want to see me, if you want to see me at work and your family, you want to see me at work in your workplace or in your neighborhood, then you have to be single-minded. Grant, you can't go eight different ways. You're not going to get anywhere. If you want to get to me, there's only one. You got to be single minded. You got to go one way, like one direction. We talked about this a little bit at church this weekend, but um, it's interesting that in some sense, in order to be simple, you have to be exclusive. Mm. You have to have certain things that you are fully committed to. And when you commit to one thing, you're saying no no to something else. Like, for example, when we committed to our wives, we said, I'm going to know you in a way Mm -hmm. that I'm not going to know any other woman. And and that meant emotionally, spiritually, physically. And what that did was it just kind of pushed out room. It pushed out all the other options to say, I'm going to invest here. Mm -hmm. And so what simplicity does is it allows you to dive deep into the subject matter. Mm, That's right. It allows you to dive deep into your heart, into the life and into your focus, but you have to have that primary focus. So how do you guys feel like 
you know, Clint, you just said it a minute ago, people were asking the question, how do we find our purpose? How do we know that? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we go back to the scriptures, like it is our compass, it's yeah. our center. And, and the scriptures say that our purpose is, is to live for God and yeah. to love God with our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then out of that, that we, we love God and we love our neighbor. And so everything flows out of our relationship with Christ. And so mm-hmm. he defines what our purpose is, whether, and, and I think exactly what you said, Mike, is that, you know, how do we balance those things? What do they mean? I think what it means is, is that wherever we are, God is first. Yeah, that's and right. So if, if he's our center and our source, then he's going to simplify what matters and yeah. what doesn't matter in our lives. So purpose directs our intention, Yeah, you know? I mean, when we know kind of what we're called to do and to be, it then allows us to establish priorities. You know, sometimes I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and it was they were talking about how a pastor, a very successful pastor, I won't name his name, but Clint a very successful. Clint <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It was a very famous pastor who um, most people would know if I threw out the name, but he has a side hustle, you know? And I'm just mm, thinking to myself, yeah. why do you have a side hustle when you have a church that you're supposed to lead? Mm. You know, for me, when God called Kelly and I to plant grace. He said, plant grace. I want you to spend the rest of your life helping people take their next step toward Christ. So anything that's not helping people take their next step toward Christ is out. Right. You know, we don't do that anymore, you know, and, and, and really for the most part, our whole world is dialed in, in this direction, but I think there's something beautiful about that. And for people who are listening right now, there's something that God has given them to focus on. And the good thing about that is as soon as they know what that is, then they can start weeding things out of their life. That's and right. that just makes life a little bit easier to live. Because again, I think when you have all of these pieces of the pie out there that you're trying to satisfy and fulfill, you're trying to fulfill people's expectations of you, you're trying to fulfill your dreams. But if you don't have a focus on that, then you end up feeling like you're never doing anything right That's and right. that you are spreading yourself too thin. And That's it just right. doesn't work out. But do if you can be focused. Do you guys remember when that... that show on Netflix like took the world by storm the Marie Kondo oh yeah like the oh, Marie Kondo is huge her yeah. book her yeah, book yeah. is like a big giant New York Times national bestseller yep. because but, she was teaching people how to fold socks and create simplicity out of that yeah and also I've never known how to fold socks until I watched <laughs> it and I was like oh you don't just throw them in your drawer <laughs> oh then, I totally fold differently now oh absolutely big time different but I, but the the brilliance behind it so if, if you guys don't know the Marie Kondo deal it's about simplifying your life and so she the show she would come into these people's homes and she would literally one of the episodes it gave me anxiety she told all to grab all their clothes and put them in a big pile in the middle of the living room so all their clothes like their kids clothes like their all of them so it's like Clint's house all the time it's like Clint's house all the time <laughs> uh, well, he knows how to fold now um, so they're folded they're in the middle of the floor but they're folded uh, but anyway, she had this huge pile of clothes, and then she would say, "Only keep what brings you joy," uh, which is strange. But but what was what was interesting is the clutter in people's life, and I think this is why people connected to the show. The clutter in people's life, like the physical clutter we've collected, is a reflection of like our souls. It's a reflection of of That's us, right? Because right? because Jesus said, "Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also." Some of us we have so much clutter in our lives. Like our hearts are held captive by this clutter. That's right. Our hearts are held captive by this thing. You know, it's the reason why I have to limit how much time my son can be on the PlayStation. That's right. Because it captures his heart. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the reason why, like, uh, I, I joked about Amazon packages earlier, but it's the reason why I 
I need to be careful about that right? because it captures my heart. Yep. Um, and it's a picture of that double-mindedness. Just, just think about every single day that you have a limited amount of energy to expend. That's right. And you have to expend that energy on the most important things in your life. Because if you don't spend that on the most important things in your life, you're spending it on, time, on, on things where you're not going to experience joy. You're not going to get something that gives back to you. And I think that's a big piece of it, right? Yeah, it's a big so piece. I, had, I had written down here, do what gives you life and brings you closer to God. Mm. And I love that we have to have those two things together. Do what brings you life. In other words, makes you feel more whole, makes you feel better, but also brings you closer to God because we don't want to separate those two things mm, ever. That's right. You know what I mean? Because you can do some things that may make you feel better in the moment, but the long term, it doesn't actually give you life. So in Jesus, there is life. And as we focus our life on him and his purposes for us, it's a constant process of giving back to us. I actually believe the Christian life, even though there is suffering for sure, and we're called to suffer. The scripture is very clear on that. But I actually believe the Christian life is supposed to be a life where we are experiencing massive, radical joy. And yeah, I think right. simplicity is a path towards that kind of joy. Can I ask you a question about that, Pastor Mike? No. If you are, let me direct this to Pastor Clint. Pastor Clint, can I ask you a question about that? Were you listening? He, was, he completely zoned out. He doesn't have his headphones on anymore. He's eating a cheeseburger. He's eating a cheeseburger. Where did he get it? The doors are locked. The doors are locked. We're in a studio. Uber Eats is no I joke. That. It was so, in it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but l- let me ask you a question about that. If you're talking about, we're talking about uh, exclusivity, right? Yes. Like we got to do the things that bring us life and, and, and bring us closer to God, right? The joy and bring us closer to God, right? So does that mean we're going to have to say no to things that are good things? Are we going to have to say no to things that, like when we look at them, we go, well, that should bring us life or yeah. that should bring us joy. Yeah. Like when we talk about exclusivity, I, I don't know. In my mind goes to, oh, well, you know what? This is negative. I need to remove the negativity. But it sounds like you're going a step further with exclusivity. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do think it does mean removing some negative things from your life for mm-hmm. sure. But I do think we're going further than that because the more that you grow spiritually, the more spiritually mature you are, you're not making choices between am I going to cheat on my wife or am I going to live right. a happy life, right? Right. What you're, what you're basically saying is, um, I'm making the choice between good and better. What's your best yes? Yeah. yeah. What's my best yes? That's a great way yeah. of saying it, right? Thank you, Oprah. And uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Man. Man. <laughs> Shot savage. Well, he's still eating a cheeseburger. Unbelievable. Um, so, <laughs> Wash your hands afterwards. Come on, it's man. ridiculous. Jeez. It's everywhere. No, I, Clint, Pastor Clint makes a great, uh, you know, a great point. Uh, I, I think it's, I, I think we have to, we're making the difference between not good and bad. We're making the choice between good and better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that should be our attention. You know, that we're constantly making better and better choices, wiser and wiser choices. We've talked about this before, but, you know, you can eliminate a ton of, a ton of pain and sorrow in your life if you're making wise choices, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I actually love the Marie Kondo stuff. I mean, I yeah. think she, there's a, you can get kind of weird with it for sure. There's no doubt. Well, and she it tells us definitely. to thank our T-shirts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going so, to say, thank drawn. you for what you've done for me. Yeah, yeah. It's right. definitely a wonderful philosophy for obsessive Which I do not thank T-shirts. But <laughs> jeans, yeah. Jeans. They've done a lot. Socks. Yeah. Socks, for, for sure. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. But you can go overboard with the philosophy for sure. And it, it can be a little bit weird, but I do like the overall thought process of subtracting so that we can feel more blessed. Because there's right. a lot less that we need in life than we think. Oh it's, my it's like what you were saying about, you know, what, what brings purpose, what brings joy, what's most helpful with our relationship with God. You know, one of the leaders, we're always looking at leaders and how they live. And Craig Rochelle, he talks about memory fatigue. And 
he actually um, eats a lot of the same things throughout the week, and they're prepared in the same way. He wears some of the same clothes every week, and it's so that he's not constantly thinking between one or the other. He already knows so that he can focus on relationships, so that he can focus on leading, so he can focus on loving people. And in the same way, like we, I think it would be incredibly helpful if we would slow down enough to say, okay, what am I constantly deciding between that mm. I don't need to be deciding between? What's, what's simple? Great. What can I simplify in my life so that I can fix my eyes on God and on others? It's a good and, point. You know, take our next step towards Jesus. So. I like that. I like that. It's, it's this idea of looking at our lives and looking for them. Like, is it marked with simplicity? You know, yep. like if I look at the way that I prep for my day, is there, is there a simpler way to do that? Is there a more single-minded way to do that? But also, as I look at my the way I'm with my family, like what what am I doing with my family? I feel like I live life reactionary a lot. Yeah. Like I'm just yeah. I'm just yeah. going from one fire to the next, right. or I'm just whatever. And it's the tyranny of the urgent. It yep. is, and, and the the single mindedness. It seems to me to be a purposeful way of living. Is saying I know what I'm doing when I walk yeah. into my household, right. and that's I'm I'm going to point my kids towards Jesus. Yep. I'm going to love them in a way that they know that God loves them too. You know, um, I'm going to give them a clear picture of the father in that way. And so um, it's looking at all these different areas of our lives, our workplace, our neighborhoods, our family, and going, um, is it marked by the simplicity? Is it marked by the single-minded focus that I have in Jesus now, right? And that's that's what, in the New Testament, you see that, like you see in in 2 Corinthians, um, Paul says that, that that we live lives marked by by simplicity. And that's what he says, with simplicity and godly sincerity Mm. is how he lived. Like godly sincerity, I am... I am living on purpose. I'm living in this way. Um, and it's a, it's a beautiful way to live. It's a, it's a more beautiful picture. It really is a more beautiful picture. All right. Well, I think we've come to the end of another episode of Next Steps. Uh, we're so excited to be with you, and we will be with you again next week. Hey, uh, we would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you find us on. We'd love to get the word out to more and more people. So we're grateful for you guys. This is Pastor Mike. Pastor Clint. And Pastor Grant. Thanks, you guys. Thanks. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope to see you this weekend at a Grace campus near you. Get all the details and more resources at discovergrace.com.